you're listening to Data Plus Love, and this is the first solo episode of Season 2, so let's call it uh, Solo 2.0. That sounds good. So Season 2 is off in full swing now, and Season 1 was just so much fun for me, and I hope it was as much fun for you. I know it was a lot of... Uh, a lot of good times for me having all the different guests on, some of which I already knew very well, some of which I didn't know at all. And uh, in this season, hopefully, we are bringing you more of the same and also trying some new stuff. So already in this new season, uh, I've done a Her Data special with uh, the ladies of Her Data, and I've done a special Valentine's Day special with Jackie and Brian Moore, the uh, fabulous Tableau ambassador couple uh, in the new format that I am calling Data ATA or Data Ask Them Anything. We've also uh, had Ken and Kevin on together uh, in the Data ATA format, and we've even had uh, great Ben Jones and Agata on as well. So it's off to an amazing start. I'm having a lot of fun doing it. I'm loving having Mark aboard as well, bringing the Data Fam news out weekly on Mondays. And it's just been so much fun. But what I want to know is, what do you guys want out of the podcast? So um, I know that my listenership is very niche, so it's limited to data professionals mostly, and my mom, and um, within that, mostly Tableau data professionals. I don't expect my reach to be much beyond that. Having said that, um, the podcast did win an award last year from Data Literacy, uh, thanks to your votes, um, as the most interesting data podcast of 2020, which I am so proud of in the sense that uh, this podcast is about you and not about me, hopefully if I'm doing it right. Um, so that says how interesting all of you are, and I'm looking forward to having more of you on. I have some uh, some future episodes already lined up, but it's good to take time to reflect periodically between these various episodes and just sort of catch our breath and reflect on where we've been so far. So this has been kind of a weird week so far. Um, I host my podcast through a service called Buzzsprout, which I've had great success with. And if you're thinking of starting a podcast, first of all, reach out to me. I've got plenty of tips. Uh, but second, I highly recommend them as a service, but they and several other podcast aggregators uh, have been under DDoS attacks this week. So um, if you are a customer of any of theirs, or if you you know consume a lot of podcasts, um, give those uh, different podcasts some grace this week because they are being affected by this as, you know, the internet is still kind of the Wild West to a degree, and there are people out there that are willing to do these botnet attacks and uh, basically blackmail people into paying them off. But uh Fortunately, Buzzsprout has been fighting back, as have these other folks, and uh, they have not uh, succumbed uh, to the attacks, although there have been interruptions of service. So we had a little bit of lateness earlier this week with the Data Fam news, but, you know, we're staying on top of stuff and just keeping a positive attitude amongst all of that. So I'm recording this on uh, the 23rd of February, so towards the end of the month. Um, occasionally, these solo episodes crop up because either... I haven't been on top of things in terms of arranging a new guest or really I needed a breather to sort of reset things for myself because it does um, it is work to put on the podcast and to edit it, particularly when with some of our data, ask them anything's episodes, we have four uh, people talking concurrently. So that's quite a bit of editing compared to two people talking or in this case, one person talking. Um, but I, I really am interested in knowing sort of what you guys want out of the podcast, what's working for you, what's not. Do you like the new data ask them anything format? It would seem so because you send in questions. Um, if you don't love those, that's okay too. They're not all the time, but it is a different way to sort of uh, engage with some guests differently because particularly with the traditional format of this podcast, 
I'm, I'm really winging it. So I usually know a little bit about people in advance and I have a very small bio uh, that I start with, but really after that, we're just launching into conversation. So it's a whole lot of active listening on my part and then sort of rebounding off of what my guest says. So you're really getting an authentic conversation out of those types of episodes. And while on one hand, that's awesome because it's a engaging format and uh, it is very natural. On the other hand, it's not the most comfortable format for a lot of people because I'm inviting them out on a high wire. What I usually tell people before we start recording is I'm going to introduce you. I'm going to throw it to you. And for about the first two minutes, we're going to be trying to find out what our equilibrium is and where we're going with this. But not to worry because we've never failed in doing that. Like, have you ever failed to have a conversation with someone? I don't really think so. So all a podcast is essentially is a Zoom call with bumper music at the beginning and end. Except, uh, you know, traditionally there is some sort of format, uh, but much like Seinfeld being a show with uh, without a plot, I guess, uh, this is a podcast without a format other than the bumper music at the beginning and end and uh, sort of a 35 minute or so runtime. So uh, let me know if Data asked them anything's working for you at all. And, you know, I'm interested in expanding to new formats as well. I always wanted from the beginning uh, to try different stuff and do many things, but sort of as you have a fledgling podcast starting out, you have to both build your audience and set an expectation of what it is before you start going in new directions. So it's fun to be doing that new format. It's fun to be doing with Mark, especially because we have great chemistry together and enjoy doing it. And it's also really cool to have the data fam news on the same channel um, as data plus love. So we're really able to deliver you more stuff all the time. And hopefully it's good stuff that you enjoy and engage with. Um, so another thing I'm thinking of doing is the podcast has never been about money. Obviously there are no commercials on it and I don't really sort of ask for funds or anything, but there is some overhead as we pay for our podcast aggregation. We pay for some editing and stuff like that. Uh, but most of that we do in house and obviously there's equipment costs. I probably put in at least $200 up front just for the equipment to sort of get off the ground, but I would love to sort of expand in many ways. And I was thinking about like maybe a minor ask if you're interested, but don't worry, I don't want uh, to ask you for something and give you nothing in return. So a lot of uh, podcasts do Patreons and stuff like that, where they put some stuff behind a paywall, which I kind of find to be really distasteful because I don't want to do anything that everyone can't have. Like, that's not really fair to me. And it sort of goes against the whole community aesthetic. So what I've been doing is I've slowly been building a cache of swag, um, custom swag. So I've been building a, a little cache of I've created data plus love pins, much like you'd find at Tableau conference. I've got uh, drag and drop stickers. I've got drag and drop magnets. I have some drag and drop like car vinyls uh, coming in soon. So I've slowly been building these. Also, if you don't know what drag and drop is, um, drag and drop is a sort of t-shirt I've been hawking for a couple of years. Also, go look for those on teespring.com. But uh, it looks like the side of a heavy metal van. And it says it looks like a dragon face, but it spells the words drag and drop. And that goes back to um, my tableau training with Tiffany Spaulding uh, several years ago in New York City. Um, she joked about Tableau's drag and drop interface as a drag and drop interface. And I thought that was just awesome because I'm a huge nerd and uh, I got some help in designing a logo. And uh, I've also put the logo out there. So if anyone else wants to use it, please go ahead and use it. It's like, I don't, no one really owns the drag and drop logo, um, but you know, have some fun with that. But having said that, I, I have sort of put together a small cache of swag 
related to the podcast directly and drag and drop uh, in a broader sense. It's weird that I have like a couple brands. That's a strange thing to have as a person. But if you're interested in any of that, I'm thinking of like offering like a small packet or something like some pins and some stickers and stuff for like $10 or $15. I don't know what's fair, but something where it's, you feel like you're contributing to the show and can sort of help maybe buy some new equipment or offset some of the costs of operating. But at the same time, you're getting something out of it as well. Like I would never ask for something, um, that everyone couldn't benefit from, you know? So uh, one thing I was thinking of was maybe buying a better microphone that I could sort of ship around to guests because not everyone has the best equipment. Um, and that's fair. Like who does, right? Um, but podcasts certainly benefit from higher audio quality. So like if I knew someone was coming up in advance, I could sort of ship it off to someone and then sort of pay for them to ship it to the next guest. I don't know. That's just a thought. Um, or alternatively, as we sort of continue to grow the network, you know, we've got Mark on here and stuff. Maybe we end up with a third host at some point and they need a microphone or something along those lines. Uh, just thoughts. Um, certainly not going to get rich off of this. There's no Teslas in my driveway, folks. Anyway, moving on from uh, from <laughs> needless begging. Um, this is an exciting time of year. It's like Zen Master season, right? So nominations have already come in. And that also means we're coming up on Tableau Ambassador season in a few months. So last year, I had the good fortune to be named a Tableau Ambassador, which was something I had sort of um, hoped for, not hoped for, maybe it's something I was extremely honored by. Um, I, I had so many friends that I'd seen sort of over the years been elevated and I, um, really looked up to them, you know, the Tableau community and the data community at large has just been really influential and a really positive impact on my life. Like I've said before, as an adult, especially an adult with children and especially an adult with children locked up at home, working remotely 100% of the time, it's really difficult to maintain adult friendships and to start new ones. Like, where are you going to meet people? Like, what, what do you do? You know, especially when you're married, like you're not going out to hang out very much. You know, you're, you're living, you've got a, a routine. So things like the podcast and the data fam and sort of interacting with other people's public work and them interacting with mine has been an amazing way to connect with people with a similar interest, much like you'd connect with someone you know, going to church or doing volunteer work or going to cheers or whatever, you know, your local watering hole is. So it's been an amazing way to connect with people um, with all sorts of diverse interests beyond just data visualization, but we're all sort of coming from our own perspectives and then sort of viewing it through that lens. So it's been really exciting and great. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next crop of Tableau ambassadors look like. So I think there's so many uh, exciting new voices out there in the community right now. I've had some on. I'm looking forward to having many more on the show as well, because one of the things I love to do with the podcast is sort of first for me to get to know um, cool people that I don't know very well, but also to put them out there for you to meet and get to know as well. So for every Ben Jones, I'm hoping to have like three or four people that, you know, aren't Ben Jones. Uh, it's he's been the first blue check mark I've had on the show. And I've said from the beginning, I never wanted data plus love to become a sort of data celebrity show. Because when you do that, for one thing, there's enough shows already doing that. Uh, but two, you're going to be chasing that dragon because you're going to look at the numbers and you say, wow, I got good ratings for that episode. I got a lot of downloads. I need to get, you know, whoever's next. Uh, you you want to just keep topping yourself in terms of like sort of data celebrity. When in reality, there's all sorts of fascinating people of all sorts of, you know, you know, Twitter follower levels, but uh, also uh, experience levels. There are people newer to the game uh, like Autumn Batani 
who is is a newer, a younger voice um, who has awesome perspectives and awesome things to say. Um, that if we just focused on like the Ben Joneses out there, we'd miss out on that. So I want to make sure to sort of maintain that balance as a podcast. So um, keep that in mind as we go forward. Some people I might have on that you are intimately familiar with and sort of look up to, and they might be an idol to. Some people might be someone you sort of peripherally know of. Some people might be people that you know are newer to you. And that doesn't mean that they haven't been around. It just means, particularly with social media and that sort of thing, we get caught in our own bubbles. Like, I find work from people I love all the time, you know, sort of in a peripheral way. I didn't, it didn't pop up in my feed because at the people you interact with are the people you keep getting fed on social media over and over, which in some ways is beneficial, right? Because you're like, oh, I really enjoyed this person's stuff. I'm going to see more of it. In other ways, we can see how that can kind of be destructive for people. So if you're a person that gets caught in sort of uh, doom scrolling on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, if something makes you angry or scared and you interact with that, that's going to be what it continues to give you. So you're going to continue to be sort of stuck in that fear anger cycle. So social media is a very tricky thing to navigate. And one of the downsides of it, like I said, is, you know, you keep interacting with the same people over and over because it wants to give you what you like or what you've uh, sort of responded strongly to, to keep you on it. Um, but hopefully as a data fam, we can sort of take the best parts of social media and uh, continue to elevate those things. And I've also seen like lots of things with the data fam recently, starting some stuff on Clubhouse, which I have big FOMO on because I am on Android because Android's awesome. Sorry, guys. Um and it gets things like years before Apple does. I, I understand it's it's not as cool to be an Android fan, but I'm okay with that. Um, so there, there's lots of different uh, platforms and ways people are interacting with each other these days, particularly since we can't do it in person. Like since all tugs are virtual, um, we're missing out on some of that human to human contact. And even with the Tableau conference, um, normally we have that in the late fall, early winter. And I'm just going to call it now. I think if it happens, it'll be pushed to the spring. Um, because at this point you'd be expecting to hear stuff coming out at this point. And also, um, realistically, because a lot of people going to the conference are having it paid for by their employers. Right. And I don't see that many employers right now that would be like excitedly shelling out money to have people travel to a conference while we're still uh, heavily in the throes of COVID. Fortunately, vaccines are rolling out, which is super exciting. Like this is years ahead of what many experts said we would get, but um, I'm calling spring 2022, and I look forward to seeing all of you there. Uh, anyway, I've gone on long enough. Uh, it's difficult listening to one-person podcasts because you're not getting that back and forth. You're getting my weird uh, flow of consciousness, and hopefully this hasn't been totally rambly. But I just want to thank all of you for listening. Uh, keep hanging on to the feed. We're going to have lots more stuff uh, coming this year. That hopefully you're going to be excited about. If you've got some ideas for the show, reach out to me. Um, if you've got some feedback for the show, if you love it, you hate it, reach out. And also um, consider subscribing and leaving a review on iTunes. It helps other people find the show. Again, this is not, uh, there's no ads in here. I'm not making any money off of this. I'm doing this for the love of the game and for the love of the fam. So again, thanks for listening. This has been Data Plus Love Solo 2.0. Bye, guys. Data Plus Love is recorded and produced by Zach Bowders. Our music track is We Are Legends by Alex Stoner.
hey, you're still here. Um, you're probably waiting for like the next podcast uh, to kick in, probably something better. Um, thanks for hanging on. Anyway, if you're picking up what we're putting down, uh, consider buying us a cup of coffee on ko-fi.com slash D-A-T-A-P-L-U-S-L-O-V-E. Um, just, you know, drop $3 in our tip bucket. It helps us buy better equipment. It helps us uh, pay for razor blades to keep me from looking like a wolf man. And it keeps uh, Mark's head looking so shiny and beautiful. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll never put anything behind a paywall. And thanks to your patronage. Have a great day.